Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Jeff Fedoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Podcast Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I break down the Chiefs' huge win in the AFC Championship game, and we preview the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, Joe, you know, we were chatting about that huge AFC Championship game during the game, and we were talking about uh, how Derek Henry, stopping Derrick Henry was such a key. Uh, and one of the things the Chiefs really did well, as you kind of pointed out as we were discussing, was the Chiefs in the second half really controlled time of possession and kind of did the opposite of what many people thought uh, the Titans would do. And so by keeping time of possession, Derrick Henry was kept off the field. He was made less effective. Anyhow, I mean, I might owe you a finder's fee or some attribution because I ended up <laughs> writing this for Forbes.com. But it's just because you were giving such good analysis as we were going back and forth. Well, Jeff, I, I appreciate that. That's awesome. And it's, it's, it's so fun to talk about this with you. And, and you've got, you know, such great insights and understanding of, of the game. And it, it makes it easy for us to go back and forth and, you know, really understand, you know, from a bunch of different perspectives where this team is going and, and what's going to force their success, right? I mean, I think we talked about that. We were texting about it during the game. You know, you and I were going back and forth. Um, it, it, you know, the best defense for the Chiefs in this game was was going to be their offense right it was going to be keeping Derrick Henry off the field because that that was going to be basically their success I think I remember sending you a pretty short text let me see if I can I can find it I basically said at one point right here's what I said uh no lead no Henry no offense (laughs) right and that and that's and that's what the Titans were hoping for they were hoping to keep that lead you know, this Chiefs offense, every week, we talk about it every week. The first 10 minutes of games scares us to death. I think that's just the way this team operates. Yeah. I just think it takes them that long to figure it out, to get their game plan set, and, and to get going. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's almost becoming like a pattern or a habit for them. Remember uh, week two, Oakland Raiders, they actually were down 10 nothing. Um, against them and people Jacobs was running wild and you're like oh man maybe they're and then they explode for 28 points in the second quarter not kind of a similar playbook to what happened in the playoffs against both the Texans and the Titans yeah they're 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 using that they're using their pass game like a run game which you know mm-hmm. look I, I was talking with somebody at work today and I said you know they said what scares you most about about this Chiefs team obviously there's Mahomes magic everywhere we all get it their defense is playing much, much better than they were early in the season, even to midseason, right? Their defense is really becoming stout, stouter against the run. And, and, and I said, well, you know, one of the things that still scares me a little bit is their lack of a running game. 
And the guy at work said, who cares? And I said, and then I started thinking, maybe he's right. Who cares? It's because whatever they're doing is working because I looked again, I went through the stats and I, you know, I didn't dive like deep and do the math of the averages. Not a whole lot of long plays. Obviously the big, you know, the, the third down bomb that that was a fantastic call yeah. by Eric Bietami mm-hmm. and Andy Reid. That was fantastic. But you take that one out of the equation and we're back to eight, 10, 12 yards of play, right? Mm-hmm. In, when you include pass and run, and obviously, obviously averaging 12 yards on their running plays. But when you look at their total plays all in, 10, 8, 12 yards a play, it's working. Whatever they're doing is working. And I just, you know, I hope they can keep that going against the Niners. You know, one of the things, too, a lot of Henry was such a key to that game. And I think it's unfair to say, uh, unfair to Henry to say that the Chiefs stopped Derrick Henry. He was really good, had over 60 yards in the first half. You know, even Vrabel said it's just we didn't have the opportunities there in the second half because of what we're talking about. But, you know, kudos to the Chiefs defense. They're playing much better. And they, they have that key drive where they really just stopped him cold on on two straight plays. So they really are playing better. So my question to you, Joe, it seemed like when you're tying weaknesses of the Chiefs with your uh, coworkers there, I mean, early in the season, if you said the weakness of the Chiefs, it's, it was clear. It was the running uh, the, uh, the defense against right. the running game, the run defense. Is that still a weakness, or do you think it no longer? I don't think it is. I think the combination of them figuring out what personnel needs to be on the field at, at, at particular times – Getting Chris Jones back, huge, right? Lot, mm-hmm. A lot of statistics flying out there right now around how different the team was when he was on the field from a pressure perspective and the pressure they were putting on Tannehill. He was a key factor, uh, you know, a key factor in that game. Um, I think getting people like Frank Clark healthy, right, and getting people healthy, Tyron Matthew is just Right, what a leader. My gosh, he has just blossomed into an incredible defensive leader. I think everything is really coming together for them in the run defensive game. They're they're figuring out where to be and and Coach Bags is throwing fantastic game plans out there to counter whatever the offenses are throwing at them. And if you want to make a bet on the Chiefs as they're headed to the Super Bowl, head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted sports books in the industry. Football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all, from the NBA to the Premier League. MyBookie has the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. So uh, I also want to talk a little bit about you had a pretty cool viewing experience watching this very memorable AFC championship game uh, that took the Chiefs, taking the Chiefs to the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. First time they're able to hoist the uh, Lamar Hunt trophy. Where did you experience this? How cool is that? Number one, I was just talking to my wife, Jen, about that, about how cool it was that they got to hand the Lamar Hunt trophy to Clark Hunt. Like, that was the coolest thing in the world. I just have to say that, number one. But watching that happen, um, we, you know, there's two places outside of Kansas City that if you ever want to watch a football game on the East Coast, one is Big Charlie Saloon 
in South Philadelphia. Emmy award-winning documentary done on the bar and their chief story. Unbelievable place. Very, I have a big affinity to that place because, you know, it's where my dad used to go watch the games when I was playing. I grew up, you know, in South Philly and, and so big place. But if you have to also be on the East Coast, we went up, my family went up to New York uh, this weekend. We were, we were going to take a trip up there. And there's a place called John Brown Smokehouse. And Josh, who is the owner, uh, is a Kansas City, Kansas City native, he grew up in Johnson County and moved to the New York area. Um, and when he was, uh, I believe, in his teens and he brought, you know, that sort of Kansas City flavor with him and opened up a couple of restaurants. And we watched the game from John Brown Smokehouse. I know I'd tweeted out some stuff and, and I'd sent you some pictures from there. It was awesome. Um, there, the atmosphere there, number one, the food was fantastic. It's home style, Kansas city barbecue, you know, sort of sugar based, very, you know, good, sweet barbecue sauce. Great. I mean, just great meats, great smoky flavor, fantastic barbecue. So if you're ever in the area, it's in Queens, it's in New York city, John Brown smokehouse, the people were awesome. They're like New Yorkers with the Kansas city feel. Um, you know, <laughs> just cause you know, everybody expects to go into a, in a, into a New York place like that. And they're expecting to be rough and rough and tumble. <laughs> they were the most, they were the nicest New Yorkers I've ever met in my life. So the, so the Midwestern feels really rubbing off on them. And the owner Joss was fantastic. It was, it was such a great experience. It was like watching the game with family and, and we had a blast. There is nothing better. Just uh, a fun watch party, you know, can be just the, the atmosphere there can really rival any game. Now, I noticed in the photos you sent, you had a 1995 uh, Division Champs Chiefs t-shirt you were wearing. Was that the t-shirt that you guys like got for winning? The- it was. It was the ones that, you know, cool. that, they're, that are waiting on your stool when oh, you go back awesome. into the locker room. They're waiting on your chair for you to pick up. And, and it was the one. I Here's the craziest thing. And, and my wife was like, Jen was like, what in the world are you doing? I pulled it out of its plastic. It was still, I was, I still had it. I still had it in its plastic. Yeah. It was folded and then it's plastic had the little NFL, you know, little official sticker on it. And, um, it was, uh, it was, I I just pulled it out. I said, I got to pull this one out for this game because I got to do every, I got to do my part, right? And that's what everybody feels like they have to do in a big game. They got to do their part, whether it's wearing their lucky socks or, you know, I said, I got to do my part. I'm going to pull this out old school AFC West champions, 1995. And we're going to go old school on it. And that's what I decided to wear. And a couple of the guys at, at, at the bar at the smokehouse really got a, they got a kick out of seeing that. They're like, man, that is, that is vintage, man. I pulled that one out. You know, that I think was four, that was 24 years old. That I almost feel that symbolic Joe, like, you know, the chiefs had never made it to the big game in kind of the modern era in 50 years, at least. Yeah. Um, I feel their playoff hopes were like kind of hermetically sealed, much like that t-shirt you unwrapped it. Now, you know, their playoff fate has changed. It just exploded. You know, it was, it was, it was a great feeling to watch that. I, 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 you know, I am so excited. I think everybody is for this city uh, to be experiencing the Super Bowl 50 years, the hundred year anniversary. How about this though, Jeff, how about if the Packers would have won? How cool would that have been? Not to take anything away from what this game is going to be, obviously with the 49ers, but rematch of Super Bowl one in the hundredth year anniversary of the NFL that would have been pretty legendary that would have been pretty pretty legendary but like a lot of history two pretty iconic franchises and a lot of common history uh between the two 
that that we'll get to, especially at the quarterback position. Uh, yeah. Guys, you played with Montana, yeah. Bono, Gerbach. Yeah, nothing wrong with this 49ers-Chiefs rivalry either. It, it's it's going to be great. But first, this is a pubic service announcement. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest hair trimmer ever created. The new trimmer was just released only months ago, and we are the first to confirm the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 Manscaping trimmer is now available for purchase. Get 20% excuse me, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BLEAV at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use BLEAV. When I tell you this is the premium, I mean premium. Battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest new features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. This intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, you are the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code BLEAV at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BLEAV. Um, well, Joe, big match. We talked about a lot of history between the teams. What, what are some kind of first thoughts to you? What strike you about this uh, matchup between the Chiefs and the Niners? Well, when I went back and looked at, at all the teams that the Chiefs have played um, this season and I look at what – the 49ers have done, you know, if I had to sum it up in one paragraph, I would say that this is the most complete team that the chiefs will have played all season. And when I talk about complete, I just think balanced on both sides of the ball. I know, you know, everybody kind of was talking about the Garoppolo, you know, kind of like, well, he didn't really, he was a game manager in the last game. Well, he didn't, he didn't need he to. He didn't have to, yeah. But he, ha- but he has. It's not mm-hmm. like he can't. It's not like he can't generate some offense in the quarterback position. Um, but I think they're the, they're the most well-balanced, probably the, the best way that I could describe this team at every position. You know, it's kind of like, they're kind of like a team of, you know, B plus players, but they've got 22 of them, mm-hmm. you know, not to put a, an NFL player in it to, to, to use a, to use a, a high school grade on a, you right. know, a player. Like, but, but you know what I mean? I, I wonder if that analogy makes sense. They're, they're, they're like a, they're like a group of a minus B plus, you know, B players, but they make this whole team up that creates an, an, a well-rounded, incredible team. You know, when you look at, at what the Chiefs are putting together, they're, you know, and no offense, obviously, because the running game is coming along, but, you know, no offense to Damian Williams and what they're doing, but, you know, they're like A-plus at quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's not going give, to give Patrick Mahomes an A-plus, and they're going to give the receiving core an A for their speed and their hands and what Kelsey's doing. But, you know, there's some places where, where the Chiefs have shown where they've got some Cs and, and Ds in there, right, to keep that school grade analogy going. Where, running backs, linebackers. There's so, there are there yeah, are a couple parts yeah, not there. To be critical to use improvement. Yeah, yeah. You know, not to not to be critical. You know, of of uh, derogatory towards any of the players and what their skills are, but it's just a reality of it. Mm-hmm. But the 49ers don't seem to have that extreme. 
it's it's all it's 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 b pluses it's it's c pluses it's it's a's like all thrown in in the mix and there's not they just seem very balanced um you know they just seem to to have have like the complete team so to speak you you hit the nail on the head that i complete is the best description with it uh there are a couple george kittles and a plus the defensive line is an a but i'm with you it's like the chiefs were talking about how is the run defense really a weakness anymore and even whether it is or isn't it's certainly going to be tested against the 49ers but yet really complete there aren't a lot of holes in Mm -hmm. in like really every level whether it's uh you know what their defense is certainly great. Even their past defense, each level of that defense, defensive line, linebacker, secondary, and on offense, they have, you know, they obviously that run game is obvious, but their offense line is good. The receivers, uh, Debo Samuel is a rookie is really playing out of his mind. Emmanuel Sanders, we all know as chiefs fans uh, from his days with yeah. the Broncos and then George Kittle and yet yeah, Garoppolo. Yeah. He hasn't thrown much in the playoffs, but um, you know, he won a shootout with Drew B breeze. Um, the other thing that impresses me about the 49ers is they've been great the whole season and they lost three times and each they lost in the rain on the last play basically to the Ravens in Baltimore. I mean, that's not yeah. a bad loss. They lost to a very hot Falcons team down the stretch on a disputed goal line play and they lost to the Seahawks in the last second. So three very good teams. They play. I mean, this is a, this will be uh, quite a challenge to all, an equally great Chiefs team. Yeah, that was a, that was a crazy string. I remember that like it was yesterday almost. I mean, it's almost been you know it's been what almost a month and a half since that that weird like last second streak. And I I just remember seeing like the disappointment on Kyle Shanahan's face each of those games. It's like oh god, really? You know who loses on the last play of the game three <laughs> times? So it was a it was a tough stretch for them. So yeah, so they're I think I think there there's a lot of parallels between these two teams. And 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 one of the things that um, you know, I am going to be very interested to see is how effective Travis will be and how, Tra- how Travis Kelsey will be, um, given that they have a tight end just like him. Yeah. You know, I think Travis, I, I'm going to give him the edge. I think he's a, a, I think he's a more mature, better player. But, he, you know, they're very similar. And I'm, I'm very anxious to see how, you know, when you have a – when you practice every day against players like that, um, you know, they're going to know – how Travis Kelsey works and they're going to know the inner workings just by going against Kittle every day. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, that's one of the, that scares me a little bit is that that is that defense is going to be used to the Travis Kelsey post up, you know, speedy wide receivers, you know, making things happen for him. So I'm going to be real. That's one matchup. I hope the fans really look at is how, how the 49ers defense handles Travis Kelsey. I actually think uh, Kittle I think he's actually a better tight end than Kelsey, and Kelsey is excellent. Um, mm. The reason I give the edge to Kittle, uh, what he's doing in the run game with his blocking, really mm. impressed me. Kelsey's come a long way. He was really yeah. just a straight yeah. receiver, and Kelsey is outstanding. But that matchup is going to be so fun to watch because you also wonder, both these guys, you know, they're, they're, both, they're both feisty dudes. Like, sure, they yeah, might have yeah. – it's a Super Bowl. You have so much to play for. They might have a little extra edge, though. I could see it be a little one-upsmanship between – who I think are the two best tight ends in football. Definitely. And you've got, you know, you kind of have the Sherman Matthew kind of yeah, parallel yeah. there, right? They're very kind of like, there's a lot of parallels in this game. You know, I think Patrick is, 
you know, I'm going to be chief centric here. And look, I know we're all on the Patrick train right now. And the whole world is, you know, I've heard things on ESPN, you know, prognosticators saying it could be the, this is the best quarterback ever. And, you know, we got, there's a, there's a lot of emotion going around this right now. And, and, and I get it and I understand it. So let's even, let's take that one off the table. He's a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he just, he just is. And, and there's no doubt. So I don't think there's some parallels there. I think, I think Garoppolo is more of a traditional type quarterback and Patrick's just, he's magic. Right. But I think their offensive lines are similar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think they're, they're athletic, smart offensive lines that, you know, they're, they're not, they're not big mashers. You know, it's not like the Alabama Crimson Tide, you know, offensive line on either side of the ball. Um, I think there's some parallels that throughout this game that we're going to see unfold throughout the course of the next week and a half that we're saying, man, these teams are very, very similar. Very you know? similar. You mentioned offensive line. The left tackles for both teams, Joe Staley, Eric Fisher, mm-hmm. both Central Michigan guys. I mean, it's so bizarre. Yeah, it I is. Mean, little, little things like that. Jimmy, The connections between these teams, Jimmy Garoppolo, people forget the comeback season he's had. He mm-hmm. tore his ACL last year. He did it against the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, you know, there's D Ford. There, there's oh, a. How about so, that? God, that was. How about that? There's, crazy. there's so many connections. Yeah, um, no, I was just going to say, we're going we're gonna to see that. We're going to see that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, and we got to get to our ads, but I, I, just, I think we're going to see that one play out very interesting. They look like the same player, like in yeah. the same uniform. It's crazy. Like, it's totally. You got the, the same red uniform. <laughs> it's crazy. That's going to be another subplot to see how D yeah. Ford does. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about sleep. We need eight hours of sleep straight up. One of sleep's biggest problems, temperature. It's tough to get good sleep if you're too hot or cold. It's our pleasure to introduce the pod by eight sleep. The pod is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool, your partner likes the bed warm, now you can have both at the same time in a crazy comfortable bed. For the next week, get $200 off your pod and a free gravity blanket for a total value of $500. Only at 8sleep.com pro. That's E-I-G-H-T sleep.com pro. 8sleep.com pro. We're talking 49ers Chiefs connections here, Joe, and probably the biggest one, I mean, uh, Joe Montana, a guy you, you played with, obviously won four Super Bowls with the Niners and comes um, to the Chiefs. Give us kind of a – and we're going we're, we're gonna to be from Miami next week to really give you a flavor on the scene. We're going to dig even deeper into this next week. But, Joe, give us a, give us a good Montana story. Oh, God, Joe Montana, right? You know, he, he comes to the 49 – or comes from the 49ers to the Chiefs in, in 1993, and – it changed everything. It, it put us on the map. And I, and, and I know we had, you know, there's great Chiefs years. Uh, there was a definite a rise in the team in, in 90, 91, 92, right, going to the playoffs in those years. So there was definitely, we were, the Chiefs were getting on the map. But, man, Joe Montana shows up and it just becomes, it, it's insanity, right? It's Montana craziness, cover of Sports Illustrated, and he brings that sort of championship DNA to the, to the process. And bam, there we are in the AFC championship game, right? In 1993, his first year, obviously, and you can't deny having Marcus Allen either, right? And bringing those two 
together and just putting in the West Coast offense and seeing and understanding how how that San Francisco dynasty operated. We had we got a lot of insights from from Joe Montana on on how different teams and different philosophies and and I'll tell you what I one of the things I really respect is the way that Coach Schottenheimer and and Joe Montana worked together to change the way that we practiced, the way that we approached games. You know, Coach Schottenheimer, with all due respect, you know, he grew up in, you know, Western Pennsylvania, smash mouth football. Everybody remembers the Browns and everybody remembers those early years of the Chiefs with Christian Okoye and Barry Word and, you know, a massive offensive line. And then all of a sudden we go to this thing where Joe Montana is saying, hey, coach, you know, uh, you really think we should be hitting like 13 days in a row at training camp? You know, because <laughs> you know, in, 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 in um, San Francisco, we used to wear these pads called shells. And they, you know, they looked, they were kind of like lacrosse. You know, if anybody's ever seen like a men's lacrosse uniform, mm-hmm. they were like small, like hockey shoulder pads almost that we would wear on Thursdays and Fridays. And, you know, Coach Schottenheimer listened. Like, that's what I loved so much about Coach Schottenheimer. You know, Joe Montana gave him some advice about things that they had done in Kansas in, in, or say in San Francisco to keep them fresh, and, and they would work it out. And, and it changed the whole dynamic of the organization, and I think it, it really propelled the Chiefs through some great years, right, through the 90s and, and, and into some other, you know, great years with Rich Gannon and Steve Bono and Gerback and Trent Green. Like, it's just like, I don't know. I just, I just, I just always felt like Joe Montana changed the whole mentality of the city and the organization, the way that, that, it, that it approached football. And, and that was the legacy he left in those two short years. And, and then, and being able to score in that game was like, I mean, I, I think back to that it was September 11th, 1994, you know, we're, we're playing uh, the 49ers. It's the Steve Young, Joe Montana shootout, right? He's the uh, mentor versus the mentee. And, I'm telling you, the way that Joe approached that game, you know, he was one of those professionals that treated every, you know, the most important game is the next game, but I got to be honest, and I think he would even admit, admit it today that he approached that game a little bit differently. He had an edge. He wanted to win that game really bad, and, and he did, and we did. And that was, you know, to be a part of that and to have scored that first touchdown. When I watched J.J. Burden get tackled on, like, the one-yard line, and they were like, all right, let's go tank formation – and then, and then, like I got this kind of look from Coach Schottenheimer as I'm 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 running down the field, I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna call that play on first down. This is crazy. And Joe called the play in the huddle, fake 16, George, you slam, like I was Jerry Rice. And you know, <laughs> even though I had 193 touchdowns left to go to catch him, um, <laughs> you know, he just called it like like I was Jerry Rice. He didn't he didn't make any any crazy you know eye contact with me or you know give me any like, you know, extra, you know, uh, put stick them on my gloves or anything. He just called the play. Like it was like he had run it a thousand times. And like I had been a tight end my whole entire life, you know, <laughs> and you know, meanwhile I was truly the wide, you know, receiver. Um, and <laughs> bam, there we go. We beat the 49ers. So I think a lot, there's going to be a lot of play about that game. I think you're going to see that game pop up, you know, a lot this week. Cause it's, it's one of the, the bigger games that the Chiefs and, and the 49ers have kind of played against each other, right? On, that on a big that was kind of one of the games of the year. To put it in a perspective for perhaps younger viewers, uh, you know, those are the days with like the Sports Illustrated when they were going to do like one game. That's the game they were going to go to and they, they profiled it in a major feature. Uh, that was kind of the not only game of the week, but one of the games of the year. Um, and we had two great teams. 
I mean, yeah. the Chiefs were great. Yeah. The, uh, the Niners ended up uh, actually winning the Super Bowl. They won the I think, Super Bowl that, that, yeah. that year. But that was – but you guys definitely had their number um, that game for sure. Yeah, for sure. It, it's tough. You know, it's tough to come in Arrowhead. And, and Jeff, let's think about it, man. How crazy it is when you when you think about the how how divine it was over the course of the last several weeks as we've taken this team through this roller coaster ride of where they were actually like at Arrowhead when all of the odds were not that they were going to be yeah, at Arrowhead right. for that game. Right? The Patriots have to lose to the Dolphins, like you know, what the heck, like, how did that happen? You know, and it just, it just, it was amazing how that all, it all worked out for the city. It's, it's almost, you know, knock on wood. I don't want to, you know, throw anything out there, but you know, it's almost like it's destiny, right? That this needed to happen for this team. And timing is everything. I actually thought the chiefs were the best team last year. I thought they were better than the Patriots. I thought the Patriots just kind of outplayed them, you know, so it, it just goes, um, and I'm like, this year I was kind of looking, I'm like, well, this is kind of the Ravens year. Timing is everything, you know, sometimes it's, and it just yeah. worked out so far yeah. in the Chiefs' yeah. favor. Definitely. And if you want to make a bet on the Chiefs in this Super Bowl, head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted sports books in the industry. MyBookie has the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. Joe, we've talked about how it, it, the Chiefs do seem kind of destined. That things have uh, broken their way. They've looked like a hot team in the playoffs. We have kind of a week to see what goes on, digest things a little bit. So your your early prediction, though, of how uh, the Super Bowl will go. You know, speaking of of Vegas lines and betting, <laughs> and you know all this great stuff that goes along with with, with some of our uh, our sponsors. Um, you know, it, it was funny because I, I was at work today, and, and and everybody obviously wants to talk about the Chiefs, right? So I get I work in a very large office, so you know, everybody wants to wants to catch up and talk about things that are going on. And and it was um, it was funny. A colleague of mine came up to me and said that his brother was in Vegas at the, in, during the preseason, and he he had won a bunch of money in in some other t- table games and things like that, and he decided to go over to the to the sports betting area and, and he was looking up at, at some of the things that were going on and he said this is a true story this wasn't just made up because it's the Chiefs and the, and the Niners those were the two teams he was thinking about putting some uh-huh. money down on um, and and so it turns out the, the betting machines were down and he was going to put like 500 bucks on the Chiefs and I think at the time I think they were like seven to one uh-huh. something like that I think that one. sounds and, about and, right before and the 49ers that. were 40 to one right I mean and, they, but, they had a they struggled last year yeah and and the betting machine and right because you're coming off of four you know a four one season yeah. and and so they so he, the betting machines were down he had to catch his flight so he never got to put any of the oh, money down man. so he would have been a winner because he was going to either use the 40 he was going to put it on the 49ers and or the Chiefs um and which is crazy but um yeah I, you know I, I think the over is a, a good bet you know going back to that little analogy there uh, I think the overs. I think it's going to be a shootout. I really do. I, I, I think they both have have very solid defenses, but I think the offenses are going to take over in this game on this stage. I know a lot of times fans think, you know, defense wins championships, offenses win games. 
I think in this particular case, this is early on, early on predictions, see who, you know, who ends up staying healthy and gets through these weeks uh, of practice. But um, I think it's going to be like, I think the Chiefs have the edge. I really do. I, I think there's a reason why they're the favorite in, in the Vegas lines. And I, I could see, I could see this game going, you know, 38, you know, 41 to like 35 in favor of the Chiefs. I mean, it's a real good old fashioned shootout Super Bowl. Well, the one salvation then for your friend, too bad that he missed out on that big payday before the season, but hopefully he's listening. He knows to bet the over. He knows yeah. to bet on the Chiefs. <laughs> exactly. He can get some of his money back. And yeah. Apparently, and he could go to our, our friends at MyBookie and really, exactly. <laughs> and really clean up. Yeah. What do you think, Jeff? I mean, what, do you, what, do you, what are your initial thoughts? I mean, you, I, I am, you know, the line is so tight right now, like just a point, a point and a half. I, I need like another week. I'm actually, I'm going to be in Miami and I kind of want to see, get a feel of the teams and see, I yeah. really, I think it's a pickup right now. So I'm right. I, right now I'm going to check it out and not take anybody, but okay. I'll, I'll, That's I'll all right. No, you have, you have that right. It's a, it's a, it's got a week and a half, right? Who, who, but what, what, what do you think though is, um, okay, don't pick a winner. What do you think it's, do you think it's going to be a defensive game? There's a lot of Super Bowls have been defensive battles. You know, teams really tighten up. It's a Super Bowl. Like I could see it going that way too. You know, let me, here I am saying it's going to be, you know, 41 to 38 or 41 to 35. But you know, what if it turns out to be a fourteen to ten game? Like yeah. I don't know. It's it's. It, I I don't know if it could go either way on that. What do you, what are your thoughts? I mean, you and, and that's so much too. Obviously, the lower the, the score, you would think that's going to favor the Niners. I, right now, I'm going to say that it's going to be actually in between those things. I don't think okay. it'll be quite the forty-one thirty-five. I think you're looking at like I don't know a, a twenty-eight twenty-four, and I'm not sure who that twenty-eight is going to yeah. be. Or even maybe even closer, maybe twenty eight, twenty seven, like yeah. this. Right? I know for a fact. I mean, I'm gonna say I know for a fact because I don't, I can't see the future. But I, I truly do believe, and and I and 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 I, I am really still gonna probably stick with this all the way through the the next week and a half. I think it's gonna be a very close game. Oh, yeah. I really do. I really do. I, I don't. I don't see this. I don't see it. I think both teams have the ability to either if they do get down, both of them are gonna be able to come back. And, and, and get into a, a, a shootout, so to speak. Even if it was a, a lower scoring shootout, it's going to be close. Totally agree. I mean, the both teams are really battle-tested. The Chiefs probably, I still think their most impressive win might have been. I know New England was kind of on the precipice and after that, but winning in New England and the Niners have really uh, winning in Seattle. They went to Baltimore, played them tough. They, they won in New Orleans, two battle-tested teams. Well, anyhow, I'm I'm still waffling on my pick, but we're going to be back next week. We're going to be back from Miami, from Radio Row. Uh, so if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And tune in next week. We're going to set the scene for Miami. 2020, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. 
As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.